I've said before that recipes give us the ability to experience history in a way that nothing else really can. You can cook a dish based on an ancient recipe using the same ingredients and techniques and taste history with every bite. Recipes allow recreation. If you can understand them, you can recreate almost any dish you've ever eaten. And now, like never before, we have access to millions of recipes with just a few clicks with some keys on a keyboard. It wasn't always so simple. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we are looking at a brief history of recipes. Now, it wasn't until the late 19th century that recipes were written down and made available to the general public. Prior to that time, for a few thousand years, they were mostly written by noble households and celebrated chefs for professionals, and as a way for the noble households to show off and outdo one another. It was a way to brag about the elaborate banquets they had thrown and the ability of their chef over someone else's. Now, prior to that, for thousands of years, uh, for peasants, recipes were passed down from one generation to the next. They didn't need to be written down. A mother taught a daughter who then taught her daughter and so on. I say mothers and daughters because for most of history, the cooking fell to the responsibility of the women of the household. Now, despite the fact that recipes were passed down in the oral tradition of our ancient ancestors for thousands of years, it was actually our ancient ancestors who wrote the very first recipes. I've mentioned before the Akkadian tablets from ancient Babylonia. They contain recipes for lamb with licorice and juniper, partridge cooked in sheep fat and leeks, dates and garlic, uh, and lamb meat cooked with dill, lamb's blood, and coriander. And these recipes may sound weird to our modern palates, but bear in mind they were written almost 4,000 years ago. And because we have these recipes, we can recreate the dishes that these ancient peoples were eating. Now, I should say that we don't fully understand the Akkadian language and that some of the tablets are broken with pieces missing, so to recreate the dishes, some assumptions need to be made. But we can get pretty close. Now, the ancient Babylonians weren't the only ones writing about food. The ancient Egyptians used hieroglyphs to depict scenes of cooking and food preparation, though these really, these can't really be considered recipes. A couple thousand years after the Akkadian tablets were written, the slightly less ancient Greeks and Romans were writing recipes of their own. These were writings, or excuse me, there were writings from ancient Greece talking about cookbooks and recipes of the time, but they've all been lost um, to the ages. So we know that there were cookbooks and recipes, we just don't have access to them. Now, the Romans started writing recipes around the 2nd century BC, and Cato the Elder was one of the first to write recipes down in his book, De Agricultura. Cultura. De Agricultura. <laughs> sure. Meaning, on agriculture. The book was more a manual for running a farm than anything else, but did include recipes for wine and even cheese pastries. Now, a few hundred years later, a book called Doricocorina. <laughs> God damn it. Doricocorina, sure. Was written by a man named Silas. Apicius. I'm not. I'm not doing well with this today. I'm sorry. Uh, this is the start of the. Excuse me. This is the start of when recipes were written for the noble class as opposed to peasants who likely couldn't read anyway. And again, this was around the second century A.D. Now, this book is really the first cookbook. It is written down into sections based on ingredients like ground meat, seafood, birds and poultry, and pulses and legumes. Now the book is, is just known by the author's last name, <laughs> Apicius, 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 I apologize. The book 
Why did I write his name so many times? The book by Apicius started a trend that would last up until the 19th century when Eliza Acton released her book of recipes, Modern Cookery for Private Families. Since then, millions of cookbooks have been written on all cuisines imaginable. Recipes are still passed down from one generation to the next in the ancient style. That's how I got a lot of my mom's recipes, though this is becoming less and less common. This is especially true in a world where people don't need to ask their mother how to cook something because they can just Google it. Even though times change and our ways of getting our information change, the need for recipes never really will. As long as people cook, there will be people writing down how to cook, just like the ancient Babylonians did 4,000 years ago. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. And of course, you can tell your friends about it. Thank you so much for listening. Again, it's fantastic to be back. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5. I hope that you have a great Thursday, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.